1: It's back, Lee. Oh, yeah. Just got a text from a doctor friend of mine. Yeah. Um, masking again at Spartanburg Regional Medical Center.
2: Okay, great.
1: Just in town because he's 24, so yeah. it's election year. Got to yeah. do the mail-in ballots, so we're going to get scared of COVID again.
2: Or the flu, because that's that's what's really uh, hitting the area right now.
1: It doesn't really matter as long as yeah. they get the ability to exactly. do mail-in yeah. ballots. It's just whatever. right? right. Yeah. So we're going to go through this whole theater again of pretending masks work for the folks at spartanburg regional medical center let me clue you in on something you guys can go read actual studies masking doesn't work it's been incredibly well documented on this show medical journals major medical journals start with the british medical journal and then read backwards and you'll find that what you're doing is voodoo you might as well take kids play-doh from kmart or walmart or wherever and put it on your face Shove it up your nose. Why? It's just as effective. I mean, this is a silly theater. And for people who are smart, and these people are smart to pretend that this is real and that this is science. I mean, come on. Honest to God, you might as well go to work in a Halloween costume. Don't do this to us again. (laughs) This is I mean, Lee, this has not just been debunked in medical journals. This has been debunked by the mainstream media. They have all covered it. Like, are we going to really pretend this is science? I guess we are. You folks look ridiculous. I'm going to tell you, you look you look silly. You're too smart for this. You're too smart to pretend this. But anyway, apparently somebody wants the mask back on. So we're all going to pretend that they actually do so. By the way, they're very dangerous. You should know that if you work at Spartanburg Regional Medical Center. Because remember, Lee, we just actually had another study on this because the bacteria builds up on the back of that mask very quickly. Instead of you being able to disperse it, guess where it goes? Goes right in your lungs. So, um, wow, I just it's frustrating. It's But, you know, it's an election year. So I guess we're going to do this again.
2: Well, the attempt will be made. I'm not sure how successful it's going to be this time.
1: Speaking of attempts will be made. I mean, holy cow. Over the break, and I know a lot of people kind of tuned out from this. Do you realize we, they were launching missiles from Iran at tankers, like from inside the country? It's not just the Houthis.
2: Yeah. And and it was outside of the Red Sea, too. There's been attacks off the coast of India now.
1: We're up to more than 100 attacks on our troops in Syria and Iraq Um, in the last two months. Very, very few of them even responded to. That's weird. And, and, and now we'll go ahead. Lee, I, want I was just going to say, and and the Biden administration is,
2: and, and as you point out here so many times, and I think you're absolutely right. The plan is to fail. That that is the plan. The this Operation um, Prosperity Guardian um, that the U.S. says that uh, they are getting um, allies to help them patrol the, the Red Sea area and to fend off these Houthi attacks is is crumbling as it. Goes forward because the U.S. wanted to be in control of it, which, quite honestly, I think we should be. We're the ones funding things. Most of the NATO countries and others have got our weapons that we're, you know, either selling them or providing them with. And um, the nations have said, uh, no, no, we're not going to have the U.S. in control of this. We'll, we'll, we'll be in charge of our own military on this. And we've got several nations that won't even identify themselves as being a part of it because, of course, they're uh, afraid of retribution from the, uh, uh, you know, Iranian allies. Which, unfortunately, there are many. So it's just a, 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 it seems like planned failure once again. We we honestly have the military capability of taking this threat out. But it is, we are simply responding to attacks as they happen instead of doing anything preemptively.
1: Well, here's the problem with that. Um, Because Wall Street Journal finally caught up to this show, was really glad to see that. Took them two months, but that's okay. Um, In admitting Iran's not about to go nuclear. I mean, I'm talking about nuclear weapons, but not just nuclear weapons, nuclear fissile material. Uh, the article, and it's chilling, is this, and, and it's it's called Iran adds to pressure on U.S. with nuclear program acceleration. So here's what happened. Here's the gist of it. Beginning of the year, Joe Biden said, hey, I'll give you $6 billion if you will wind your program down. They said, sure, cool, yeah. All right, we'll do that. And they did. Uh, they decreased the amount of Nuclear fissile material they were enriching. Joe gives them the $6 billion on 9-11, and they're like, ha-ha, and they are like ha ha and they re up the program. They put it on steroids. They tripled the rate of enrichment. They are now the only country on Earth enriching at a 60% rate who doesn't have nuclear weapons, because you don't need that for nuclear production. You don't. They are very close to 90% enriched uranium. They We know they're at at least 60. At 90, World War III happens, we think, because... Uh, Israel is going to have to take out Iran's nuclear capabilities before Iran takes Israel out. We, but Lee, we're yeah. on the cusp of World War III. Yeah. So so when you when you wonder why is Iran and its proxies, the Houthis, Hezbollah, Hamas, all of them, why are they doing this? They are about to be a nuclear-armed country if they're not already. We paid for that. understand that. I mean, if you want to know why they could do this, but they couldn't do it under Trump, under Trump they could barely eat because he had them so locked down. He had the sanctions were working so well. Joe Biden not only reversed those sanctions, uh, including lifting the sanctions that allow the allows them to buy the missile on which to deliver the nuke to Iran shores. They can do that now. They couldn't do that before October 7th. Joe Biden lifted that. So they can now legally go to whoever, Russia, China, whoever, and buy the missile. So they can make sure they can get that nuke there. Uh, they needed that missile. They're going to have that missile. Uh, and they they're they're now um, up to nine kilograms a month, a 60% enriched uranium. They have everything they need. Now, here's where this gets scary. Okay, so we got these, so, so we're talking about, are they going to be able to ro- wipe Israel off the map? Yes. Uh, will Israel get them hu- first? I hope so. Will there be World War Three before the end of it? I don't know. But when you're looking at these skirmishes with the Houthis, with all these people, imagine these skirmishes. Now throw in a, a, a suitcase nuke. There's a lot of ways you can use that nuclear fissile material. Yeah. It doesn't have to go on a nuclear warhead. Yeah. And it can be unbelievably destructive. I mean, one of them, Nick, uh, uh, one of them, uh, Lindsey Graham was not wrong. You just ship it in on a container, cargo container right in the port of Charleston if you want to. I mean, There's so much you can do with it. It's it's literally unlimited. And remember, we know what Iran plans to do with it. Or they say they are because this is what they've told us. The plans leaked from their army. Number one, wipe Israel off the face of the earth and destroy it somehow. Number two, they're coming for our grid. They have plans to do it with an EMP, and they leaked them. The easiest way to do—they leaked from the Iranian military. The easiest way to do it was a nuke detonated over our country. We'd probably shoot that down, but now they could take it right across the border. There's other ways they could do it from inside the country, and our border's wide open. Iran's about to go nuclear. This is why they're not afraid. Can you imagine Houthis with nuclear fissile material? No. that's Short-range missile, long-range missile. I mean, the, the possibilities are endless, literally. Now,
2: the thing is, though, it, the first time it's done, then that's when hours go off, and, and then the whole thing snowballs from there. That's, that's when it's over.
1: The Biden administration is paying a deadly, deadly yeah. game, and the only reason they can afford all of this—every time you see another Houthi attack—is because we get, is Joe Biden in the last three months has given them sixteen billion dollars. They've drawn off of it tw- at least twice, we know of, yeah. from the Jerusalem Post, probably more by now. Uh, before they were struggling to eat, so I mean, it's um, it's it's really scary. And if you want to know why our allies don't trust Joe and the Pentagon to lead, you know, don't trust the Navy to lead their crew of ships. Well, Joe is the guy funding the drone equipment that you'll be doing battle with him, not them, him. You can't trust a guy like that. You can't trust Joe Biden uh, when his own troops have been hit over 100 times in the last two months with missiles and projectiles that literally we gave Iran $16 billion to pay for. You can't put your troops under the control of a, a madman like that. That's why we can't get that coalition buy-in. They know who's funding Iran. It's not Europe. It's us. It's not Canada. It's us. You don't know what Joe's going to do, but all you can do is look at Joe's brain-damaged troops who keep getting hit. They get catastrophic brain injuries, and he doesn't care. He keeps paying Iran. I mean, you can't trust a guy like that to lead your navy. So look, Lee, I think Israel Israel's going to have to do this. Israel's going to have to take take out these nuclear capabilities of Iran to save the world. I don't know. I mean, Joe's not capable and he's funding it anyway.
2: Oh, he's capable, he's just not willing. He's not willing. And, and as you've been saying, this is a
1: plan to fail. Yes, it's a plan for a nuclear armed Iran and it's been in place since Barack Obama was sending pallets of cash down the runway to Iran in unmarked bills to pay for the nuclear program, but that didn't work. He got cut. So now he's doing another thing. But this is, uh, is going to be a problem. By the way, if you look at the schedule, as I've said, they should be nuclear-armed just in time for the election. Hit about September. So that'll be interesting Do you have anything to drink over the holidays? Yeah, if you've ever had something to drink or maybe a few things to drink, you know how it impacts your decision-making. Not so good. We've all seen people do and say dumb things when they've been drinking. But what if alcohol isn't the only drug that makes you do that? What if a drug you're probably on right now has the same effect or a similar effect? New study shows it does. It's caffeine. Wait, What? This is actually kind of fascinating, right? Because if you're like me, I mean, I'm on caffeine right now. I can't start my day without my coffee. And it makes me so much sharper. So it would seem. And that's actually true. But new study shows caffeine can negatively impact your decisions when you're on it. It improves focus. And when they had athletes take it, it actually improved the accuracy of football passes. The problem is that it also, at the same time, inf- inflicts an adverse effect on higher-level thinking. In other words, problem-solving. It dramatically hurts your ability to solve complex problems. So, uh, they're reporting the study, and they found essentially what they thought they would at the lower-level stuff, enhancing attention, accuracy, speed... Um, energy, mood, but when they moved into higher level problem solving requiring multiple parts of the brain, they didn't communicate so well on caffeine. Can you finally kind of feel this when you drink it? I actually know what they're talking about. It's hard to put in words. But when participants in this study which featured a series of tests aimed at exploring the influence of caffeine on high-level decision-making. So they were running scenarios where they're like, okay, what is the best thing to do in this situation, this situation, this situation? They perform significantly worse. So, look, if you've got major decisions to make, might want to sleep on it instead of making that decision on caffeine. Yeah. Meanwhile, do you see this out of California? Folks, the left will not rest until they control every single aspect of our lives. Every single one. You see, this California to fine stores without gender-neutral toys. So here's how this works. If uh, you are a major retailer, you're a store with more than 500 employees, you will soon be fined for not having a gender-neutral toy section. It starts today. The bill, this is an actual law, These Democrats worried there's $68 billion in the hole in the red? No, they don't care. They're busy passing laws. It'll force stores that sell childcare items or toys to pay a minimum $500 fine should the store fail to create a gender-neutral toy section for kids 12 years old and under. So this would apply to any product designs or intended by the manufacturer to facilitate sleep, relaxation, feeding of children to help children with sucking or teething or toys. So what do they want? This is good. So this is going to be more than just toys. They're going to take the whole basic ba- ba- baby section or a lot of it, toddler section, kids toy section, and they're going to make it gender neutral. That's what they're going to do. As if there are no boys and girls. <laughs> um wow. Okay. So here's the thing about this when the Democrat if the Democrats ever get total national control because think about it folks they've been seeking this since 2016 they have not managed to get total control where they control the presidency the house and the senate by enough margins in the house and the senate to do this crazy stuff the second they do this is all going national it's gonna be here so you can laugh and roll your eyes all you want at California it's gonna be here you're gonna be like what the heck and you know what they're hoping they're hoping these stores will just give up and go. You know what? It's too hard to sort this stuff out. Is this a sleep device? Well, I don't know. It's a pacifier, but I guess it helps with sleep. Where do we put it? They just give up, and they'll. You know what they'll do? They'll take the gender designation down. There won't be a boys' article, uh, boys' are you know aisle anymore. There won't be a girls' aisle anymore. It's just gonna, it's gonna go gender neutral for children. Children will not have the experience of boys' things and girls' things. That's what they're trying to wipe out. And of course, all of it is pre-grooming. For school when they try to get your kid on the puberty blockers. Which are sterilizing. But they say they are going to start really early. Uh texture rates. Um, the missiles needed could be ship launched from outside our three mile limit. It would be hard to pinpoint who did it before they did the job. Like there's so many creative ways that Iran is, is going to. They're about to go nuclear and Joe's paying for it. That's what's so unbelievable. $16 billion in the last three and a half months. $10 billion of it after October 7th, when we know Iran armed and trained uh, those Hamas terrorists. And that's what's funding this program. And then literally never forget Joe Biden on the plane to Israel. I'll never forget it as long as I live, because I think I'm going to live to see the first nuclear strike. I think I am. I'm beginning to believe that. I think that the Biden administration fully supports it. Joe Biden gets on the plane. He's on his way to Israel to pretend to support them when he really supports Hamas. And they wait till Joe is in the air, in route to Israel, and his regime announces, hey, we're going to drop the sanctions that bar Iran from buying the missile. It needs to deliver the nuke. And I went, what? I mean, look, the Biden administration may not care if, if Israel gets nuked. But again, we're the number two destination. CIA Director Woolsey for about 15 years now, has been going around. He gives talks. He's testified before the House, before the Senate, begging us, please, to harden our infrastructure because Iran is going to detonate this nuke. They are going to try to take out our grid, which is weird. Did you see the new Obama movie, by any chance? What what is that forecast? What is what, what is what is that? It it it's an attack on our grid. Weirdly, it's an attack on our grid, and in it, all of the characters are are trying to figure out like none of their electronics work. It's called Leave the World Behind. I'm gonna do I I you know what it's either gonna be today or tomorrow. It's gonna depend on my mood. I watched the movie. You should watch the movie. Now, let me warn you, it's not a good movie. Production quality, entertainment. No, in fact, uh Bill, my friend Bill, on our our uh, sales staff texted me because he heard me saying I was gonna watch it over Christmas. He's like, oh, it's awful. I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. And he's right. It's, it's not a particularly good movie from the entertainment perspective. It is a terrifying horror show from an Obama perspective. And I'm going to tell you all about it. Po- By the way, folks, if you listen to any one of my podcasts from last month, listen to the one from Thursday. You know why? Obama's movie, Leave the World Behind, the scenario in there, Attack on the Grid, Total Meltdown, America, never the same again, is the exact same scenario the World Economic Forum is pushing to launch the Great Reset. They call it a cyber pandemic. They've been forecasting it for two years now. By the way, the cyber pandemic, according to the World Economic Forum, is supposed t- to hit before twenty 2020, twenty by 2025. So we got two years, according to them. Anyway, I've put all the links on the podcast. If you just want to go through the links, you can. But it links back to the World Economic Forum saying, hey, we're going to have a cyber pandemic. Here's what's going to happen. They've already done tabletop exercises on it, gamed it out. They're, they're planned for it. They're ready. And, you know, well, you're thinking, well, how do they know? Well, I don't know, but they knew COVID was coming because they were doing table ex- top exercises in 2017 and 2019 to prepare for a pandemic with shutdowns, with lockdowns. They knew it was coming. They seem to be pretty convinced that this cyber pandemic is coming. And what's weird is so is Obama. He just made a movie about it. It was his production company, Higher Ground Productions. And when you get into what's in the movie, it's predictive programming. It's what it is. He's not warning us. He wants us to recognize it as it goes down. So they'll have ultimate power. And look, at the, this is all going on at the same time that Joe Biden is funding the creation of the one thing Iran needs to take out our grid. You think all that's a coincidence? Maybe it is. I pray it is, because it's getting real weird out there. All that coming on. You like boxing? You like watching a man beat up a woman? Oh, wait, that's illegal, isn't it? Well, it used to be. Do you hear what's going on with boxing? Boxing. Headline, U.S. Boxing codifies rule allowing male participation in women's division. This is fantastic. No, no, no. Every wannabe batterer who likes to beat up women, you just go get in boxing. They'll let you in. It'll be great. Now, here's what's interesting. Last year, they were asked if it because they were they were wanting to to do this. Just let grown men beat up grown women. And this is the national governing body, by the way, for amateur Olympic style boxing. So, I mean, this is, this is, this isn't some obscure club, basically. This is, this is the real deal amateur Olympic style boxing. Now, they initially said up until the beginning of last year no, no can do it. No, we cannot let up, we cannot let grown men beat up women on national television. We can't, we can't do that. And we're not going to change, they changed their mind. So now here's where they were. And it's not all bad yet. But keep in mind they've already compromised once. Here's what you got to do if you want to beat up a woman on live TV. And call it boxing. Here's what you got to do. You have to keep your testosterone levels at a certain level. You have to, and I think they should do this, you have to complete... Gender reassignment surgeries. You you gotta you gotta commit. You cannot wake up one day and say, hey, I feel like a woman. No, you gotta nip tuck. You know what I'm talking about? You got to remove the yeah, you gotta commit. Yeah. Can't imagine how painful that would be. What a what a level of pain. Anyway, hate hey, each its own. It's America. To qualify for the female division, a man must declare his gender identity as female, have undergone gender reassignment uh, surgery, have done hormone testing for a minimum of four years after your gender reassignment procedure and met the testosterone limits set by USA Boxing. Now, you're still going to clean her clock because you went through puberty as a male, right? So you've got all the advantages, lungs, you know, width of shoulders, all of that. You're you're still going to pound her into the ground. But at least... I'm sorry. At least there's a lot you have to go through. The athlete's total testosterone level in serum must remain below 5 NMOL throughout the period of desired eligibility in the female category. Okay, but but y'all. But y'all. Here's the problem. They've already caved on this. They said, no, 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 we're not le- letting men box in women's. Now they're like, well, if you got to nip-tuck and... You know what's coming next? Okay, you do not have to remove your genitals if you want to beat up a woman. That's coming next, and then they'll throw out the serum. They'll throw out the testosterone. That's all they—they've they, they, already compromised. You know, I got to tell you, I'm not a big fan of boxing. I don't know about you, but I would actually tune in to watch a man beat up a woman. I mean, just the shock of it. Just because like it's a, it's a societal model, you know milestone, like like a full-on intact man beat up a woman on national TV. I'd see that, wouldn't you? What? I mean, she'd have to be a fool to fight him. But she deserves to be beaten. Can you believe that came out of my mouth? She deserves to be beaten? Like, like what world are we in? If you had told me 15 years ago, a woman deserves to be beaten by a man and that that would come out of my mouth, I'd be like, what? Am I doing drugs in the future? <laughs> no, but I'm saying, women need to boycott this stuff. This is how this stops. No sports. No, I mean, make... Make them be clown themselves. Make all of the female-only categories male-only. Refuse to compete. It is the only way. So I'm at this point, I'm like, well, you know what? If you compete, you deserve to be beaten by a man. I can't believe this is coming out of my mouth. But anyway. Texturates, hey, Tara, listening on delay. But imagine what a legal migrant may have in terms of some exotic disease that no one knows about when they board the plane uh with them it's absolute lunacy particularly when the uh, tsa has a 90 to 95 percent pass-through rate before all this nonsense yes they you oh you're right because they miss most of the stuff the guns and all that yeah yeah so all you gotta do is get yourself like 15 illegals on that plane all of them with boarding passes that say no name given by the way if you're an illegal you don't even need to give your name anymore you could fly yeah you're right you put enough of them through i mean. They'll catch some of the guns, some of the noise, but they won't get them all. I, I just. texture writes, so to be clear, are we doing the flu this year and not COVID? I don't know, because remember the year they were faking that it was all COVID? The flu disappeared. There was no flu. So that's a great question. I don't know. Is it going to be fake COVID flu or is it going to be real flu, but not fake COVID? I don't know. Look, call up Spartanburg or Regional Medical Center. They're the the ones wearing the mask this morning. I still can't get over that. I mean, we've, we had, the CDC has admitted the masks don't work. Who, what, what medical authority are these people following? And I gotta tell you what, if at this point my doctor is at Spartanburg Regional and they're coming up to me and they want to dispense medical advice and they've got a mask on their face, I'm like, you know what, I'm going somewhere else. You people are idiots. If you have not figured out masks don't work and they're dangerous. And they grow bacteria on them that could be really, really harmful to the person. And they increase your COVID infection rate. Increase. We just had that study two weeks ago. I, like, I'm not taking any medical advice from you people. You need to sit down and figure out what you're talking about at that point. I, you know what? I'm going to a doctor without a mask on. Thank you very much. Someone who has some sense. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Uh, this is nuts. All right, meanwhile... Over the break, I'm going to dive a little bit back into where I've been today because we are in incredible times. 302,000 cross that border in December. December is normally a slow month because the desert is dangerous. It gets very cold. You could actually freeze out there. It's not slowing it down at all. That means by the time we hit to the spring, we're going to be at 500,000 a month. That is an all-time high. Never seen it that high. But what happened over break that was crazy, Fox News reporter Bill Malouge Tweeted out a picture, a stunning picture. Do you want to see it? It's up on my Twitter feed, at Tara Servatius. On one side of the picture are U.S. citizens uh, going through the security theater, the TSA line, which is all very fake right now, right? And they got to have all their papers in order. On the other side is the illegal immigrants. They have their own special line. By the line, it says it's for for, uh, non-passport holders who are immigrants. In other words, you don't even have a passport. We'll let you fly. And they have to separate them out. So the Americans go do the security theater and pretend with the TSA and the illegals go in the other line. What's remarkable about this, and it went viral multiple times. I mean, it just kept surging and surging and surging on Twitter over the over the break. was because they're, they're not hiding it anymore. I mean, do you remember 2021, 2022 under Chairman Ho? They would fly the illegals in the dead of night into these airports and Fox would catch them. Fox News would catch them. And... They would send reporters out there, hey, and the illegals are getting off the plane. They're not hiding anymore. They're putting them in broad daylight at the airports, right there, immigration line. You could actually see the shocking sign right there. But it gets worse. It gets worse. Over the break, headline, Fox News admits. TSA admits for the first time. It lets illegal immigrants use their arrest warrants, ID. These are the ones issued by the Department of Homeland Security for breaking our laws by illegally entering our country. Here's the problem, as Ted Cruz wrote in a letter to the TSA, we don't know that the identity on the arrest warrant they're letting them fly with is their real identity because there's no real good vetting procedure, especially for a lot of these countries. So Ted Cruz is writing, basically, okay, the TSA admits it's letting you use your arrest warrant as an ID in airports, But we don't actually know that you are who you say you are when we put you on the plane with the people who went through the TSA line. In other words, Americans. This is what our country has been reduced to, and they're not hiding it anymore. Headline Cruise quizzes Department of Homeland Security on TSA screening of migrants boarding flights. This is alarming. He says the TSA is applying one standard for verifying identities of American citizens and another weaker standard for verifying the identities of illegal aliens. This is alarming. Well, what weaker standard? In some cases, he writes, they don't even actually know who the person is they're putting on the plane. (coughs) Excuse me. Here's from Senator Ted Cruz's letter to the TSA. TSA may use his unverified name and date of birth in the CPB1 app. Unverified. Even though the person may in fact be a terrorist or other criminal traveling under a fake identity. Similarly, he writes, Immigration Customs Enforcement can use that data to issue a card to them under their name and date of birth or fake name and date of birth because we don't know who they are. And then they go stand in line next to you in a separate special illegal immigrant line. Well, us Americans, second class citizens in our own country, in other words, have to go through the first line. And they're not even hiding it. What do they know, folks? They don't seem to care what you think anymore. wonder why that is. It's weird because we're headed into an election. You think they'd really care what you think, but they don't. So to recap, this is uh, the unbelievable stuff that broke over the break. Department of Homeland Security is letting illegal immigrants who they don't know who they are use their arrest warrants, the arrest warrants that the Border Patrol gives them when they're arrested at the border for breaking our laws, to board planes. They're not flying them in the middle of the night anymore. At least, I mean, they may still be, but they're not hiding it. They're doing it open air, broad daylight, Tucson Airport. That's where Bill Malusian took these incredible pictures that they just kept going. I kept seeing them over the break, viral, 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 and it would stop and then it would pick back up as people saw them and just reeled in shock. And I think the reason it grips your gut like it does is one of the two pictures Bill Malusian, the Fox News reporter, tweeted is Americans are on one side and they're going through that, you know, that very long TSA screening line. They always have those same black, like roped off stands they can move around. And the line just, I mean, it seems to go for a quarter mile. It just seems to go forever. And they're on one side of the photo and the other side is the illegals. That line's not as long. There's no roped off standing like cattle. And it literally says stand in this line If you don't have a visa, it's an illegal immigrant line. And that on top of this headline, Fox News, if you want to read it for yourself, TSA confirms it lets illegal immigrants use arrest warrants as ID in airports. Okay, then there's this other thing going on where you can use the C, it's called the CPB1 app. And you go on there, you upload photo of yourself, whatever you say your name is, whenever you say you're born, and then it prints out a QR QR code, you come right in. What if you're lying? Ted Cruz was worried about that. And that's, he's a senator. And that's why he wrote this letter to Department of Homeland Insecurity and uh, the terrorists at the TSA. Because you can only call them terrorists. I mean, if you are trafficking terrorists in like they are, you're a terrorist. You are. I mean, you, that's, that's by the way, that's classic RICO. You were aiding and assisting terrorists to get onto planes. That is what you were doing. You know what we need to do, by the way? We need to do what the Democrats would do if we were doing this and we were bringing in Republican voters who might also be terrorists. We need to use, we need these state attorneys general. Hello, Alan Wilson. Are you listening here in South Carolina? We need them to use RICO statutes against the Department of Homeland Security, the Border Patrol, and the TSA. I'm serious. If the federal government will not stop them from breaking the law... We need to charge them on our own state soil. We need to arrest them on our own state soil. They are part of a racketeering operation to illegally move terrorists into this country, to illegally move Americans who are breaking the law into this country. They are colluding to do it. That is classic racketeering. That's why you should use the RICO statutes. We should do it at a state level. We should stop pretending we don't have the ability to do anything about this. We can just stop it. And we need to go ahead and do it. And you know what? Here's the thing. Yeah, but the federal courts would throw it out. So what? Suppose Alan Wilson went down to Greenville right now and started charging these TSA. Suppose he starts charging them when they're flying in from Tucson. Issues arrest warrants. Yeah, I don't know what the courts will do, but it'll draw attention to it. Use the RICO statute. Folks, this is a matter of life and death. These Republicans have to stop pretending they can't do anything because they can. And you know who needs to stop, stop this? The Republicans in Congress need to stop funding this because they are. They're funding this to the tunes of hundreds of billions of dollars. They could stop it right now, but they, they, they haven't